two. I'm not going to two yet because we still have a. That's your hot take of the whole entire year. I'm gonna say like I don't think it's two. Welcome back with a new episode of the Targeting Podcast. I'm here with Justin and John. Maybe guys, how you doing? John's back home. Love to see that. Back uh, home. Dame What's good, boys? Damon couldn't make it with us tonight, but we still got a lot to talk about today. Um, as always, like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we're going to do a new bit on our uh, t- on our podcast. We're going to do Athlete of the Week, um, where e- we each have our own Athlete of the Week. We haven't discussed it yet. Um, so, John, who's your athlete of this week? I think I got to go with a good old Tyreek Hill. Kid had an unbelievable game against a great Bucks game, which we're going to get into later. He had 13 receptions with 289 yards, averaging 21 almost. Uh, his longest being 75 and three touchdowns. And we saw his little backflip move into the back. I give that a seven and a half out of 10. He didn't stick the landing, but that's a, that, those are crazy stats. <laughs> almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. That's just an unbelievable game. And yeah. he got, I think, 200 of those yards, 203, I believe, if I got it right in the first quarter of the game. I think you're exactly right. Yep. It's crazy. That is, I don't think they've seen that since some obscure Ravens player in 99, they were talking about it on the, wow. on the game. Yeah. So that is unbelievable. All right, Justin, who is your athlete of the week? You know, I really racked my brain for this one. And uh, I was trying to f- be interesting and go with somebody other than Tyreek. Will Fuller came to mind. He had two touchdowns. He had a monster game, almost 200 yards as well. Um, But Tyreek Hill, this was a legendary performance. I can't give it to anyone else besides Tyreek Hill. I tried and I can't. I mean, literally 270 plus yards, three touchdowns, 13 catches. I mean, it's it's an insane week. I'm not going to disrespect him by not picking him because he just, he was the best player uh, of the week for sure. If you ask me, what about you, Jay? Okay. Yeah. So my athlete of the week was not Tyree Kill, and this was biased. Um, but my athlete of the week was actually Derrick Henry. Uh, he had uh, three touchdowns, uh, 100, 178 rushing yards, um, averaged like I think six and a half yards per carry. Obviously, Tyree Kill had a great game, uh, but I was trying to think a little more out of the box for this, and Derrick Henry was just a guy that came to mind. Someone he's who, an absolute beast. He's got to give that to him too. Someone who just can't be stopped. Um, but yeah, I definitely Tyreek Hill had his, a great game, and I respect that. But I, I was trying to go a little more. Uh, I, I was I, I like Derrick Henry, so I was gonna I was looking at him, and um, obviously he faced he faced the freaking Colts, but uh, still a great game for him. They have a they have a strong defense, but they, they just, do they do they they fell that that running game that the Titans have just pounds up the middle. Darius Leonard can't do anything with that. The Titans yeah, had that's... a TikTok made that so there's one of the players made a TikTok. He was like. For all of you out there, yeah, here's how to yeah, stop Derrick Henry 101. Henry. First of all, knock away the stiff arm, alligator roll. And I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, one, that, like yeah. no one's tried that before. It's so hard to do. And I, it, Tyree Kill and Derrick Henry are both hard to stop for their separate reasons. But we'll get into yeah. that a little later. But we got big Actually, NBA I mean, news. But before week. we do move on, before we do move on, because we have huge NBA news. But since I did mention Will Fuller, I will say, I think it's absolutely tragic what ended up happening with him. And I know he's not the first case, but he's suspended for the rest of the year now because of PEDs. Yeah, and it wasn't like he was actually like doing drugs or something like that. Like it was a medication that the Texans training staff gave to him. 
and it's just it's just not allowed. They found yeah, out, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, like, I that's that. tragic. And he, I mean, and that's and why he's a free be agent too. So he might be done in Houston. So that, it's that's crazy. Be he's on been you. playing great this year, and that's got to be on the organization. I feel bad for that. There should be something against the organization getting fined, and the player should get a warning, especially if it's his first time. I don't know what it is with Will Fuller, but I think it is a, the first time. But that's a damn shame for a guy yeah, who's playing yeah. unbelievable, and he doesn't even know. It's like a. I mean, you could point a finger and say, oh, I didn't know. But generally, if you didn't know, it sucks. And yeah. it, that's on the training staff. I think, yeah, too, it's, it's tough because, like, now you have stuff that you're, you're still allowed to use, but then you have stuff that, like, this case where you're just not allowed to use. I think it's all ambi- – it's unambiguous, but I think they need to have strict – more strict rules about what you can and cannot use because you're having like, a lot by of – By brand that, names and stuff. They're, they're like, it's not a drug – it's a drug, but it's not like a steroid or something like that, and then yeah. it's, it's getting ridiculous. So, yeah. Uh, and I, I feel yeah. like on that Wolf Will Fuller thing uh, – the guy is going to be the free agent, like you said. I feel like a team is going to definitely pick him up. I don't think he's going to go back to Houston because he's got so much potential. And you saw, like, DeAndre Hopkins left and went to the Cardinals. The Cardinals pick him up. He's having an unbelievable season still with the Cardinals, and they're doing much better compared to the previous seasons they had when they fell to barely even a – I don't even think they got a 500. And I feel like Will, Fult- will go to a team like the Cardinals that's going to need him. Like the Titans, Cardinals, somebody that's, that has enough money that can guy, buy a guy like him because he is a little underrated. Teams it's overlook people shame, like that. I really like him and Deshaun Watson. Like, and that's I what do. I was just going to say. I really hope that he does go back to Houston because Deshaun Watson, after losing D-Hop, he needs something. He signed an extension in Houston. He's going to be a Texan for the next four or five years. And I need him to have some help. Deshaun Watson is too good to just suffer and his career come to an end in a losing team in five years from now, he's not even a starter because they could never get over 500 or whatever it is. I hope Will Fuller goes back because he needs a piece to throw to. He needs some help. I feel so bad for Deshaun and for, for Will Fuller. That, that sucks to hear. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, well, I agree. well, now we got to get an NBA news because we got, let's we got go big NBA. Yep. news. So Russell Westbrook <laughs> headed to Washington. Who would have thought? I'm not going to say I would have thought that because that's, that's too crazy. Um, so I'm going to do my hot, hot take. And this may be backed up by facts. It might just be my personal opinion. I really don't care. But it's going to be Jerry's hot, hot take. Um, so it's not that hot. It, it, it's, it's spicy. So Like an Addison, <laughs> Addison Ray hot? or like it, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's spicy. I wouldn't say it's too hot. You guys might agree with me. I don't know because we haven't talked about this yet. So – John Wall, John Wall going to the Rockets. I overall think that helps the Rockets. I think the Rockets won that trade. I also think Harden will stay in Houston now that John Wall's there. Feel free to, feel free to. I, I actually. I'll, I'll let you, you go first, John. You go first. I was just going to say, it, it, it's a hot, hot take. And I think I was pretty much majority there with you coming into this podcast, thinking about this trade when it just happened. You look at this trade, and I think we all agree. We'll get more into it. I think, at least, Rockets win this trade. You get John Wall and a first-round pick. I think it was a first-round pick, right? It is, yep. It's protected 2023, I believe. So, first-round pick. I mean, and, you know, none of us, we talked about it. Russ, the attitude, just, you know, if he was staying with the Rockets, I think we all agreed he wasn't. I we mentioned this John Wall situation. I felt it was more of a potential thing, but I never thought it would actually happen. But 
so I'm, I'm glad it did. I feel like the Rockets won out on it. And hot take two, I feel like I saw too, James Harden said that John Wall was one of those types of players that he wanted in, in Houston. And now he's got that guy who's, in my opinion, just overall better than Russ. Just one of the fastest players out there. He's not a stat stuffer. He's going to put up the stuff that you need. And he's not, he's not a ball hog either. I, he, he's a guy that I feel like can share the ball with James. He can. It's just a matter of uh, – he's always getting injured. Like, yeah, no, no, I agree. He is a liability. So I think that's why you got to add that first-round pick in there. He's gotten injured so many times. And I feel bad because he's been out of the league a lot and he, he deserves to be playing at a all-star level. Um, Justin, uh, what do you think about my hot, hot take? I think that – well, so if you ask me who won this trade – I would say neither side won the trade. I think it's a lateral move for arguably both sides, but at the same time, I think it could make both teams better because I think that the Rockets did what they needed to do by getting Westbrook out of town. John Wall has been injured for like three straight seasons. And when he was playing with Bradley Beal in like 2017, 18, the last time he was freaking healthy, John Wall was a better player. So Bradley Beal was playing off of John Wall. Now John Wall is going to be playing off of James Harden. John Wall is going to be playing as the second option for the first time really in his career. And that'll be interesting to see how he works. I do think he'll make it work. He's a good playmaker. He's a good defender. He'll make it work. I think it'll be nice. He's reuniting with DeMarcus Cousins. They played, they, they played together at Kentucky and were a great duo. And they're both – they've been posting on social media that they're excited to be back together. If DeMarcus Cousins can also get healthy and play very well this year, a big three of – John Wall, James Harden, DeMarcus Cousins. That's I know it would probably be a better big three four or five years ago. But even now, I mean, the best you get out of Boogie, they didn't have a center last year, so they could get a, a lot out of Boogie. They also brought in, scary. They, they brought in Christian Wood as well yeah. to run the power forward slash center. They have a nice little roster now. I'm way, I think that they're much better now than they were at Definitely. the end of the playoffs when they got eliminated. I think that they've done the things they needed to do. And on Washington's end, Bradley Beal gets to play with Russell Westbrook. That's by far the okay, best player that, whoa, whoa, whoa. to play with. How do you think that duo works out, though? I don't know. I don't it's, know. I think Westbrook is kind of a – I don't want to call him a toxin because he's not a toxin in the same way that, like, a Kyrie Irving is a toxin. But the way he plays his game is kind of toxic. He's not a winning player. And the Bradley Beal also just put up 31 points per game but didn't make an all-star team because he's not necessarily a winning player either. Maybe the two of them can figure it out together. I do think that with – with Westbrook and Beal, and they drafted Denny of Deha. They got Rui Hachimura. They got da- they got Davis Bertans. They got Thomas Bryant. I definitely do think that they are an eight seed. I think they make the playoffs next year. I will say that. I will say that. You guys can can respond and on I, that, but I do think I, they make the playoffs. I think you. I think you're definitely right. I think Washington now with this trade definitely bumps up because I think John Wall just needed to get out of there. Got injured a lot. The Bradley Beal situation. I think he just needed a, you know a new a new start, a new slate. Uh, Houston now, honestly, for me, looks like, again, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but they look like they're going to be a team that might be a higher seed than we predicted, or they could be lower, depending on how this whole dynamic works out. I think the main issues here we see are, like you said, Westbrook kind of a toxin, and Bradley Beal now has a new player that he's got to work with, and he's a, he's a Bradley Beal, like you had said in a previous podcast, underrated player, but just doesn't you know this team just doesn't seem to get that far like a couple a, a while back when John Wall was healthy like you said 2017 they were doing they much were good better. when John they Wall they were was good healthy, yeah. they were good they were good and now with the Houston the problem is you got to balance two players that 
want to balance the ball together. And John Wall, I think, is going to be willing to give that up. But also you have to balance to make sure that John Wall is not getting injured and it's still a liability there. And you have the team, the other players on the teams around them. So they both have their own separate problems, but it's going to be interesting because I think it was a good trade. And I, I agree with you now looking at it, the lateral movement you talked about. I just personally looking at this, I'm a big John Wall fan compared to a Westbrook. And I just feel like Houston definitely needed Westbrook out. So for an, an opinion situation, I think Houston won it. But I just, th- I do agree with you, Justin. I think Washington makes the playoffs because of this move. I don't know if they would have, because I, I still think John Wall might get an injury or miss a couple of games because of something. It won't be, hopefully it's something major, but I do. Th- so originally I was like, if they still just have Beal, then it's probably going to, they did add a Dia, but they would need a guy like Russell Westbrook to kind of push them into the that playoff spot. So I do agree with you there. Um, I don't, well, I, I initially said Houston at the two seed. Um, yeah, I think you gotta, yeah, we, Justin and I, you did say that. You did say that. You did say all right, that. Here's the, all, right, all right. Here's the thing. You did say that they got better and I agree with you. I think they got better. If John Wall stays healthy the whole season and the whole Harden, John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie, that all works out. I don't see why that can't happen. I gotta agree I, with you now. I, I don't. Here's think why. Wait. Here's why. I'm not gonna agree with you that they're gonna be a two seed. But here's I'll let you go. Oh, okay. why. Yeah. Yeah. Here's why. Okay. Because the the big thing was I I was we were just I was just discounting the Warriors. But the Warriors they they're still they're not a bad team. They're still not a bad team because they right now they don't have Clay, but they got a lot of other pieces. But they're still not going to be the the strong team that they once were. To me, if John Wall can work out because that's been Harden's problem. He just hasn't had a guard to like kind of work with. We thought Russell. Well, 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 well. He's had Chris Paul. He's had Russell Westbrook. Now he's got John Wall. I don't think it's actually fair to say that he hasn't had a guard to work with because I think he has had a guard to work with. And the Rockets, honestly, kudos to the Rockets for keep trying to put the right one next to him because that actually shows that they're committed to James Harden based on how many trades they've made to bring a star point guard to play alongside. It's all all based on his game style if he's going to be able to balance it with a player like that. Sorry, John. Yeah, yeah. you go. Justin, you just mentioned Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. That is two major extremes. you got Russell Westbrook who will never give up the ball and is just – that's, yeah, that's that. what I was going with. Chris yeah. Paul, unless when he was on OKC, he had to produce because no one else was going to produce if he didn't produce. So he was shooting a lot. But if he is not going to be the main focal point on the team if if there's another guy there. So I think you are having both of two extremes. Now you got John Wall, who can efficiently, in my opinion, score. He's a pretty quick player. And he also distributes the ball well. So I think this is the real test for James Harden to now see like is it him? Is it like is it his fault, or can he just not like? So with that, can with he, that, can he play with the point guard. With that, I will agree with you that Houston looks better. I had put them at the six seed, best as a five seed. I'd probably at this point bump them up to a three or a four. I'm not going to two. I'm not going to two yet because we still have a. That's your hot take of the whole entire year. I'm gonna say like you can't a, I'm still a, think it's two. You like you put the two up like you know for a fact they're gonna be two. It's crazy. That is a hot take. The, the gotta, West <laughs> the West is so difficult to predict every season. And right now we thought the Warriors. Was it you that thought the Warriors are one, Jerry? 
Or was it you, Justin? No, 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 no. I, I don't think I don't know that anyone said one. I don't know if anyone said the Warriors L- one. Okay, I don't know if it was Damon, but someone said that the Warriors were gonna or I think you said the Warriors were gonna move up into a playoff spot, which I agree. But right now I don't know where the Warriors are gonna lay because I thought they were I gonna think be they're higher. A team still. I, th- I thought playoff. they were gonna be higher, but now that they don't have clay, you got rookies, you're gonna give them minutes, but I don't think you're gonna be as high as we predicted. It's gonna be interesting now with everything going on. And and this is leading into the whole LeBron now back in LA and AD as well. Yeah. I mean, again, it, it, it probably won't happen, but I, I like John Wall there. I think like, I agree with you. It, it, I hope that he stays healthy and I hope that DeMarcus cousins stays healthy. I need to see DeMarcus cousins play a healthy season, man. He was the best center in the league. Number one in the league when he was last healthy for a full season. So and I the, need him to come back. I know he'll never be that again, Houston. but I need that's him to just problem. be a serviceable center. That's the problem for Houston is this is very, like, risky. Very. It is risky. Because you have Boogie, who just can't stay healthy. You also have John Wall, who can't stay healthy. And it's not like they miss, like, a few games. They miss entire seasons. So, for the Rockets, it's I think you just have to focus on keeping them healthy. I don't know what you do to keep them healthy. I think you play them at limited minutes, in my opinion. Harden takes the damn ball the whole time anyways. He plays like 40 minutes a game. I think you play them on limited minutes at first and then give them more minutes. I think, yeah, I think you got to just have to keep them healthy or you will not make the playoffs. I will say though, based on what you you just mentioned it there. And um, now that they have a new GM and a new coach in Houston, I really would love to see them move away from give Harden the ball and you have four other guys on the court. It doesn't matter who. They need to make Harden just a, a one of the five players on the floor. Obviously, he's going to get way more touches than any of, anyone else on that team. But at the same time, you can't just have your game plan be give him the ball and everybody else just fall in line. It's got to be a system, and he needs to be a part of it. He needs to be a part of a system, not just he's the man, everybody else is just there. Well, well, now that you got to change because that's not winning basketball. Now yeah. that you got John Wall and Boogie, sorry, Jerry, one second. Yeah, yeah. Now that you got John Wall and Boogie, again, like you, like Jerry just said, important keeping them healthy. How how they're going to approach that, honestly, because we know that those three are going to be on the floor at the same time. If you know, again, saying they're all healthy, they're going to be and on the floor at the same time. Too. And and Wood, so they're going to all be on the on the floor on the court at the same time. But the problem with that is, I feel like Harden's going to keep the same minutes he has. But when you cycle in John Wall and Boogie out, like you said, Justin, you bring up a huge point. you got to make sure that you, when Harden's just on the court and he doesn't have Wall or Boogie, it's not just give Harden the ball. And if it is, then it's got to be a different kind of dynamic than just give Harden the ball. And yeah. he'll still produce for you because if you keep John Wall and, and Boogie limited, they'll produce as well. But it's He's just- still the man. He's the undisputed number one option superstar. He's the man. But it just needs to be – he needs to be part of a system – not the entire team. He can't be playing hero ball 82 straight nights. He needs to be part of a system and the Rockets. I hope that the Rockets do that. I think they will. Um, Cause Steven Silas, their new coach uh, just came from Dallas where they basically made a Luca centric system, but everybody else worked perfectly around him. One of the best offenses yeah. statistically, one of the best yeah. offenses in history. Yeah. So I hope that he set something similar up and um, I like the pieces that they have. I will say that, I think it was a scummy move from John Wall. And I don't know all the details behind it because I know Harden had ended. The last call was Harden saying he preferred to play with John Wall over Westbrook. But John Wall putting in a trade request after sitting on the bench for three years, making $50 million from the Wizards, and then the second you're healthy, putting in a trade request to leave, 
is a scummy move. And he owed it to Washington to come back and try out with Beal. And Beal was signing those shorter extensions to stay in Washington, waiting out uh, waiting out Wall's injuries. Yeah. And Wall just went and did yeah. this. I, I don't know what exactly happened. I'm not behind the scenes. But if that's how – if he just put in a trade request and that was that, like that's – I'm not – I would have liked, I would have liked to see Wall come back because the Wizards were a strong team. Um, I feel like – Wall owed it to that city. When, when, whenever I saw the Celtics coming out to play Washington sometimes when Wall was healthy, I was scared with the Beal situation there too. Well, but nice. then these past few years, I've like gone and going into the Washington games. Like it's, it's like nothing. It's I nothing. Cause you don't have I, that fastest player on the court. I can see where he's coming from though. I do agree with you, Justin. It's a scummy move. He, he owed it to that, to that city to try to win something for them. But I think it might be a similar, and this is not the exact same, but, a similar Gordon Hayward situation where you have a, you have this ginormous injury and all you're trying to do basically is get away from that injury. And the, one of the ways to do that is to get away from the team. That's why I don't think he signed the extension. So I think walls at a similar case here where like you look at all the facts, right? Like Beal was signing the shorter extensions to stay. I think at the end of the day, he's just trying to get out of the city because he's just trying to, Paint a paint a new picture, and what he's trying to do is paint like, a new picture. He wants a new start. I, I get that. Do it? Maybe not. That's kind of a scummy move to kind of leave the city after all these people are backing you. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's not like I. I, I don't want to say Washington did get Russell Westbrook, so I'm not going to say it's an entirely scummy move because at the end of the day, they're not getting it. I. I think Wall personally could play better if he was not in than Westbrook. But getting Westbrook from that deal, I think, kind of evened it out. It's a balance. It's a balance in that trade. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I said uh, when we first started talking, it is a lateral move. And I think that at this at this moment on this day, who's better, John Wall or, or Westbrook? I would probably say Westbrook, even though the, the style of basketball he plays isn't winning basketball. I'd say Westbrook is a more talented player. He's a more talented so player. to put that yeah. at the end of the day, having that talent to go Agreed. alongside Beal, I'm happy Beal has someone to, to run with. And I'm just excited to watch both sides of that. I'm yeah. happy that the trade was made and I want to watch Washington. and I want to watch Houston games this year. So it's exciting. Agreed. So yeah, we, we kind of shattered that topic. That was the biggest sports news. Uh, we'll just kind of update you. So LeBron signed a two year, $85 million extension in uh, LA and Anthony Davis also signed a he signed a five year, uh, one hundred ninety million dollar extension in LA. Um, so keeping those guys, what do you guys think about that? Just any thoughts? Or I think it, I don't think it was a surprise. Yeah, no, um, it's not I'm, a surprise. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised AD had five years. I was thinking more of like three or four, but um, I think we just all knew that they, those two were coming back to try and dominate for the next few years. And Le, you know, LeBron, if he feels like the, I mean, I feel like. LeBron's going to try it again with LA as long as he can. And then we'll see what happens. He's aging, but he's still dominant right now. I think so too. It's funny because the deal LeBron signed takes him through the year where Bronny will be eligible for the draft. And I would bet my life that wherever Bronny gets drafted, LeBron signs a one-year deal there for his last season. You think? To play with his son? I definitely oh, think I feel like 100%. I definitely think so. I think that was very intentional the way he lined up this contract to be a free, an unrestricted free agent the year Bronny is drafted. So. That would be interesting that, to see. That would be so cool. I'd be all for that. Uh, oh yeah, you got you got to watch that whole season. And if they got to a championship, which you know, hell, that'd be tough. But depending on the team he goes to, that'd be that'd be a hell of a thing to share that moment with your son. Definitely. Oh yeah, even just to to play with him at all, 
it'll be super cool to watch. Oh, yeah. cool. I don't. Think, I, I don't, don't know think, if that's ever happened before. I, have I don't no know because the age difference there is also extreme. I mean, compared to I've, yeah, LeBron's playing like he's going to play as late as basically anyone really will ever play. So I mean, he's going to play into his forties. So interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it will yeah. be. Um, so then we got the Ball brothers are on the league now. Do we exactly. want to talk about? Do we want to? Okay, we'll talk about that first. So they're on the league. Um, what are your thoughts? Like a lot of people hate on Lavar, but like <laughs> because just because he just speaks out of his ass. But like, yeah, honestly, I respect it. Like I, I, he does speak out of his ass, and he's saying, hey, ah, "I'm gonna beat Jordan." Like no, like you're not. I'm but, ha- like, look, I'm look, I'm happy for him. His his three sons are in the league. But at the end of the day, he got all the sons in the NBA. I think Jello was definitely the hardest to do, but he was he got all of them in the NBA. Did and... he do that or did the three of them do that? Okay. Well, well no, that's here's, my the, here's the th- here's the thing. You know what? I think what happens these kids, these right. kids have a lot of these kids have had a lot of setbacks with things. You know, they've got a, they have had a little situations, you know, moving over seas and then the whole scandal in China with the stealing situation. Remember that one? Which is interesting. Oh, boy. I don't even. I don't know. There's been so much. You remember shit, that? I believe it. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. Jello got arrested in China. Jello got arrested yeah, in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, Levar like, yeah. had to. Go, Levar Trump, had to go to. And then Trump, Trump was like, "I'll bring him back." <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So I think these kids have been through. I'm not saying. I mean, again, they they're they're rich beyond compare. So they they don't compare to any shit that other people have gone through. But they've been through shit. And I think when you also look at your dad, who was a complete failure, in. <laughs> football <laughs> he was no 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 listen to me listen to me the man made the practice squad for the jets and then he moved over to another team dropped out of the nfl went back to college i think or in college he tried basketball and he didn't go anywhere with it so what i'm saying with this is not a failure in a bad sense but his dad i mean he started the brand but his dad wasn't the athlete athlete like these three so these three kids now are taking on that side of his dad along with the brand. And I'm happy for them. I can't say I love LeVar, but you got to at least respect, respect him it. raising it these kids in the environment and they make it to the league. I mean, you, you don't see three brothers in the league usually. Yeah. No, I, know. I, I respect I, it. I do. What I also will say too is at the end of the day, nothing's taken away from these three brothers. They had to put in so much. I don't, I don't think people fathom like how much work they have to put in, even with all their gifts. Like, how much work they have to put in. So I don't want to take any with anything away from that from them because they definitely had to put in a ton of work to get to where they're at. But I think as far as getting them, as far as LeVar setting his his uh, his sons up for success, I think was like no other. I mean, you saw all the things he did for like Jello and then just LaMelo, like all the leaks he put him in, he freaking creates leaks. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from what the kids did, but I will put some respect on his name for kind of going through. Cause obviously, I mean, I hope they would want to do it too. I mean, I, I don't know how much of that, no. was in the plan, but I, I do. I will at the end of the day, you don't have to like him, but at the end of the day, I will respect for what he did for his kids. No, you, you, I definitely you, agree. I it's agree. A guy, sure. It's a guy that has an attitude and he, you know, he talks out of his ass, like we said, but when you look at, that you step away from that and you just look what he's done for his three sons seems like a hell of a dad you know seems like a huge family guy we've seen that (laughs) huge family guy huge family guy jesus and (laughs) i mean 
you got to respect that. Cause if he was an ass and talks out of his ass and one of his three sons made it into the league and the other two were struggling and he just blamed it on them for not working hard enough. That's different story. I also think, I also think you won't keep like, hopefully (laughs) you won't hear from him a lot again. Like, I, no, I disagree. I very disagree. It took Lonzo, like practically disowning him as a dad to get him to shut up when Lonzo was drafted. Um, and now all these years later, still had LaMelo. finally in peace and l- with LaMelo and LiAngelo. I mean, LaVar is very involved with those two now since Lonzo basically just cut all ties. I, I think we definitely will be hearing from him, but um, either way, I respect what he's done and you know, it is what it is. I think that if you're a Detroit Piston fan, Tough times uh, before the draft letter. You're thinking that you might get Lamelo, and uh, you end up with Leangelo, who probably won't even get minutes for you. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Whatever. It's all good. It's it's super cool that all three of them are in the league, and now they they join Drew Holiday, Justin Holiday, and Aaron Holiday as the uh, the other triplets, or not yeah, triplets, but just a set of three brothers. Yeah. In the league. And then aren't cool. there the uh, the Kumpos? Oh, and all the Antetokounmpo's. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So you don't usually see this. I think recently there's been more, but it's, it's still hell of a feat. It's still hell of a feat. You don't it's see it. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then um, on that, just briefly, I wanted to mention a brief thing in the in the basketball world. Larsa Pippen. I don't know if you guys heard a lot of drama about that. Barstool talked about it. Barstool talked about that more. So I'm not going to take their thunder for that. You know, the one minute man went over that. But Larsa, I just feel <laughs> bad for Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen Jr. His mom's just banging NBA stars and rappers left and right. And he's trying to get into the league at some point. He's young. I think he's like Mikey's age or something. And he's trying to get in the, in the NBA. He's in college now. Yeah, he's still young. He's trying to get into the NBA. His dad, mad respect. I mean, again, you can say what you want. He's just a great basketball player, though, overall. And you just feel bad because he's, he's trying to be like his dad. You can tell that. And his mom's out here being a whore. So. That's all I'm going to say on it. Just, wanted to, just <laughs> yeah. wanted to mention the drama, but yeah, no. My only takeaway really from that is just I feel so bad for for Scotty Junior. That sucks, man. You do. That it's sucks. A, it's a, I hope he just keeps his head down and just does what he needs to do. He, he can get to the league and hope he does because he doesn't deserve all this shit. I hope I hope he uses this as motivation to just an f you to your mom <laughs> and a, and a and a look at me dad kind of situation. I can't. Yeah. I can't even imagine. The amount of shit that guy must get on the court. I can't you even. Should, you should hear. You should hear the one minute man. I highly suggest going over there and watching oh, no, no. everyone. The balls on future. He wrote a song. Like he wrote like l- lines about. He that. wrote lines and the thing. But yeah, he wrote lines. He was like. He was like, Back. I got your. He was like, I got your wifey in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I, I, now I, she's fucking with Malik Beasley. The Malik guy who just got arrested. Beasley. Like, oh my god, Malik Beasley. Who the. F- Oh my Jesus! All right, anyway, that's all I wanted to say on that. Yeah, no, it's it's wild shit, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that's our NBA talk. That's our NBA talk. So Huli, um, oh no, wait, we got to get Justin. Th- so we have another bit, Justin stat of the week. So Justin, all right, yeah, yeah, I got you. So basically, just like a interesting random sort of fact, I'll be doing or stat rather, I'll be doing like every week now. And uh, this week, I brought a pretty interesting one to the table. We got Blake Griffin has made more threes in a game than Kyle Korver, who is obviously one of the best three-point specialists in history. And it's nine to eight, in case you're wondering the numbers. So that's a interesting that's crazy. little stat that's, there. That's actually really cool. That, that was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I would have never – if you asked me that in a million years, I would have never 
That's wild. Is I would have gone true? with Kyle Corver. It is true. Blake on the Pistons uh, last year. It must have been last year, yeah, because that was his healthy year. He averaged like 25. The man was ridiculous when he first got to, to the Pistons before his knee injury. And, uh, yeah, he made nine threes in a game, and Corver's best is eight. He's made Shit. eight, like, like tw- he's, his career high is like eight in like eight different seasons. Like, he's made eight a bunch of times, but it's just he's never gotten to nine. So That's crazy. There you go. That's wild because Kyle Corver is a known just sniper. One of the best three-point shooters ever. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's really cool, Justin. That's really cool. All right, so now we we got another bit. We got Hooli's, Hooli's WTF moment of the week. What, what the, the fuck, fuck moment, moment honestly. Let's just go back to – we're going to get into it more at the end. We're going to talk hockey in a minute. But Hooli's what the fuck moment is Tom Brady on third and goal against KC – you're down 20 to 7, something like that. And fucking, he throws an absolute shit pass to Rob Gronkowski. We've seen him throw passes in the end zone, high balls. Rob usually brings them down. This was not even close to Rob Gronkowski. It's about two Robs stacked on top of each other. And then to make matters worse, Chris Jones, KC defense, comes over and starts smack talking Tom Brady. Now, let me just say to you, I don't care if Tom Brady throws a shit pass. I don't care if Tom Brady does shit these next two seasons. You have no right, as much as I still have a little regret for Tom leaving, you have no right to walk up to Tom Brady and shit talk the man who has more rings than you have children. And, <laughs> and, and fucking shit talk him that. and shit talk him when this man can do whatever he wants. I mean, the man is playing at an age which we've all believed he should have retired years ago. He's still got rings close to this age. I just, you know, again, we talked about the whole Tom Brady thing. I just feel like on Chris Jones's part, I don't know who started it. It was hard to tell, but Chris Jones seemed to be getting into it, saying something. And Tom Brady, now that he's on the Bucks and doesn't have Bill holding his leash, he's gotten real mouthy lately. And another thing that's going to lead into this, it's a double what the fuck moment this week. What the fuck is wrong with Tom? He has explicitly said, Someone mentioned to him saying, why didn't you shake Nick Foles' hand after the Bears game? He said, oh, I only shake hands with memorable players, people that I remember, or people that I'm good friends with, something like that. That is the... That <laughs> Jeez, is the I never heard that. Holy that, shit. let me just tell you right now, Nick Foles beats you in a Super Bowl. Oh, is that true? Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm paraphrasing that, but he said something that was very passive-aggressive. Now... And he's, it wasn't just Nick Foles. He's done this multiple times. The only people he shook hands with is Patrick Mahomes that I remember. And I think Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. So, well, no, no, this season. Oh, okay. This season. So okay, he yeah, just started okay, this. Yeah, yeah. He started this, this season. This season right. he started it. Okay. So what I don't understand is, and here you are with Bruce Arians, who's continuously blaming Brady. If you listen to these press conferences saying it's Brady's age, he's not connecting, stuff like that. And now you have Brady acting like a child, not shaking people's hands. I don't care. You know, again, the whole Chris Jones thing, the man's got six rings. Fuck off. Now you got Brady situation. Brady, you're acting so like a little. So did Brady not shake Mahomes' hand the other night? He did shake Mahomes' hand. That's the only okay. one that I've seen recently shaking Mahomes' hand. He did. Okay. So I just don't understand what is up with that. You shake Mahomes' hand, and that's unbelievable. You shake Mahomes' hand, but you don't shake the man who beat you in the suit. Like, I just don't understand hmm. that. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, right, because he didn't shake Nick Foles' hand when they were playing the Bears. That's yeah. what you're saying. I was thinking back to the Super Bowl. That, that, that's my – okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting yeah. shit. I didn't realize any of this stuff was going on with, with, with the handshaking, but uh, interesting. 
Cool. I like it. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Justin. What do you think about Justin? What do you think about that game that that can't that Kansas City? Yeah. Do we want to get into that now? Well, like talk about it a little bit. We're going to talk about NHL because we haven't talked about it in a while. But I just think that that game was important to know because I think everyone was looking at that game and thinking like, at least for me, like that was that was a potential Super Bowl matchup right there. In my, oh yeah. Um, and like, what did you think? Like, what were you surprised about in that game? But like, what else were you like kind of? Or what were you not I think that – so the final was 27-24 in, in favor of KC. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that it wasn't that close. It shouldn't have been that – like the yeah, way the game was played, it wasn't that close. It was it a Kansas City win by, by a yeah. lot. Like Kansas City was the better team on the field. Yeah. Tyreek took Clearly. that. Tyreek took that game. Mahomes took that game. Just – I just – at the end of the day, also going back to that moment, um, I just don't get it with, with – with, you know, I still have mad respect for Brady. Again, more and more as this whole progression in the season is going, I have seen more and more of his attitude towards the game, and and it's reflecting on the way he plays. And so, I, you know, I said before the whole Buck situation that I just think this is really toxic now. It's looking like it's just going downhill for him. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's a family. I don't, I don't know what it is. The man is just falling, you know, not shaking people's hands. At the end of the day – you know, my whole thing, I don't care how much you hate the other team. I don't care how much, you know, I don't care who you're playing. You got to shake the other team's hands. You know, at the end of the day, you got beat fair and square. Mahomes, you played him multiple times. You beat him twice. Now he's beat you twice. He's just a star player. He's an up-and-coming player. He's probably going to beat your record. And he did shake his hand, but you just got to have less of an attitude. And there's a thing, too, with the coaching. And Bruce Arians has got it. And I've even seen Tom's going at his offensive line sometimes, and I just don't know what's going on with the Bucks. They're a team that on paper should be not easily, but could be one of the only teams that could beat KC. And right now, and undefeated. And they are just falling apart. It's one of these things where you have all these great players, but I think it's something, something toxic is going on. They're just I not think, mixing well. I think no doubt. I, I don't know who's stopping Kansas City. Like, yeah. Now at this point, I don't think I, too, now like, at this this takeaway, no one is. I mean, you saw the Ravens Steelers game. That's a close game. Ravens came out to play with their defense. Marcus Peters got Steelers injured. Are not good. I'm but sorry. Let me just say, let me just say who's not good? Steelers, the way the Steelers played oh. against the Ravens, the Ravens are the Ravens didn't even have Lamar. Let's just let's just state that. Here's the, yeah. The 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 Steelers have good pieces. But as an overall team, like, and looking at their schedule, just they should not be. It's and they have cool an easy schedule. It's cool that they are. But, like, like I like Chase Claypool. I think he's a fantastic player. Very reliable. Juju. Love you. But I just think overall, like, looking like, have you ever seen the way Ben Roethlisberger plays? I mean, I'm not a big fan, but, like, have you seen how he plays? It's not, like, a QB that shouts, like, undefeated to me. It's Philip Rivers. It's like Philip Rivers for me. It's just That's like, how I he's, a good, he's a good QB. He's pretty reliable but like he's not the he's not the guy that's going to win you a super bowl in my opinion so his time's over so i just think once they meet the chiefs i can't wait to see if that matchup happens because the chiefs will just roll over yeah unfortunately and another thing unfortunately i think it's going to be not at arrowhead right you said because the steelers are well if the steelers lose one I don't know how what would happen with the tiebreak. But let's they just didn't assume. play each other. Let's but just, let's assume if, if the they Steelers go part, sixteen and zero, then the Steelers it'd be at Heinz Field. I still don't. I I still think the Steelers can't say much because if you go back in time, and you look at the Dolphins team that went undefeated, and you look at the Patriots who didn't go undefeated entirely because they lost 
the Super Bowl that year, but uh, undefeated in the preseason. You can't compare the Steelers team to those two teams. Those two teams were phenomenal teams that their dynamics worked so well. Dan Marino, Tom Brady, you know, nothing against Roethlisberger. I think his undefeated season time is over. And if he does get it this season, I think you just look at it. Just you had the fucking easiest schedule. I mean, honestly, you did. And you can't say much. I mean, you beat the Ravens twice, very close games, but one game you didn't have Lamar Jackson and they almost still beat you. And they lost Marcus Peters in the middle of the game. So, yeah. you know, they made a lot of great plays, but that you just can't compare. I just don't know if you're the Steelers, if you can say much at this point. Because, I mean, like, obviously, if you go undefeated, they'll be incredible. But, like, they're not necessarily – like, they're not handling these games. Like, it's very – like, they make a couple of good plays, and then they pull it out. Like, it, it's not like they're just rolling over teams. Whereas the Kansas City game, Tampa Bay – like, that Kansas City-Tampa Bay, I thought Kansas City was going to kill them. I was like, oh man, this it was is a slaughter fest. It was a slaughter fest. I was shocked that the at the score, the final score of that game. Cause I yeah. was like, how is this happen? Like Kansas City was rolling over them in the first quarter. It but, should like, be fair then, though, even in that have... in that Ravens Steelers game, it that was also sort of the same thing. Like the this the uh, Ravens rather uh, had a last minute, like three minutes left, had a like a 70 yard touchdown, and then they tried an onside kick, it didn't work. Um so like even that game wasn't as close as the final score. They says. took RG three. The RG three was out. Yeah, yeah. I know. They had, but they had I, whether the Steelers are the best team ever or not, whatever it is, it's they're going to be a tough team to knock out in the playoffs. And if they do play KC, it'll be a good game. I'm not. I think KC wins, but I I don't know that the Steelers. Like you say, like I don't know what you do at this point. I don't know what you. Do, I mean, they're doing great. Is what they like. They're, they're doing, doing great. Oh, and, and yeah, they're exactly. going to be a the tough best, out. They're going to be the a best tough thing. Out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is, the best thing they can do is go undefeated. Like they should. But like, the best thing they can also do is prepare. You know, at this point, you're gonna probably play KC. I mean, before you the can't season get to even starts, going through. Before, so, yeah. so before the season even starts, I think you just assume. I think what you got to do is assume that you're playing Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and what you have to do is prepare for that. You can't go blindly in trying to win all these easy matchups and then, and then not, they probably will. They're going to make this mistake where you go blindly into every game, not thinking about the future. Cause that's, that's what, that's what you have to look back at. Yeah. If they, if they do face Casey, I think they'll think about it. I think Tomlin's a smart guy. I think he'll, to some extent, but I think how much it'll do. I don't know. But I think, well, Again, I don't know what much they can do. I think Patrick Mahomes is kind of just a damage control type of guy where you just got to hope he just doesn't, like, because he, he's just hard to, like, defend. I mean, yeah, so basically my, my takeaways from this week are the same as almost every other week, but this week it's almost more solidified than ever. And I was saying at the beginning of the year, too, I just don't think any team beats KC, and it's a boring and freezing cold take because it's just, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but, like, I'm sorry. I just there's no. Okay. no I don't I know how anyone's going to beat him. Mahomes doesn't I, make I, mistakes. He wins games when when he needs to win games. Agreed. Even if they get down, he literally like. He didn't I just like, never feeling like yeah. Casey. I, I was. A, I feel like Casey should have beat the Bucks like the Saints beat the Bucks that one week. Like when Drew Brees beat the Bucks. It I mean, honestly looked like that. It honestly looked like that. It looked like that. If it wasn't for Tom Brady making these completions and these small little yardage and trying to get some field goals and couple touchdowns then that it would have been much different no matter the score it felt like it was a casey blow Dude, if you remember too well if you remember too like the end of that game like brady didn't get the ball like brady was waiting to get back on the field 
And Mahomes was like, sorry. Mahomes completed one to Tyreek Hill. He gave him the first down. Yeah, give him Tyreek Hill and get the first down. He's like, nope, you're not getting back on the field. And Brady was like, Because, again, Mahomes just makes winning plays. I can't imagine a a game or a world where he's not going to make that play. Like, he just doesn't make mistakes at the end of games. He wins games. He's a fucking winner. And there's no other way to put it. Like, it's incredible to watch him. He is mind-blowing. Like He just – he doesn't give – he doesn't give second chances. He's almost like Brady in the sense where, like, he's just not going to let up. He's not going to make mistakes when that when the four, when at the end of the fourth quarter. Like, he's just not going to make yeah. mistakes. Yeah, and that was crazy for me to see. I was like, if Brady gets back on the field, they Bucks might have a chance to at least tie this game, put in overtime. But Mahomes knew that, and Mahomes, he didn't make. He didn't no. let him. He didn't Mahomes, let him. Like, no, I'm just going to get a first down, stay on the sideline. And yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Brady. This NFL is just getting closer and closer to what we originally predicted. You know, it's been back and forth, but I think it's originally what you predicted, Justin, and what I said. And I think, Jerry, you did too, with Casey coming out of the AFC. And NFC is still going to be a... It's a God question mark, mark, but... God knows well, what. Because now is, Saints, like, don't, was, now Saints don't have... that contract that Mahomes signed. Now I'm just like... You now you just that? Now, no, no, no. Now now you never, never, wait, wait a minute. I never for a second thought that that was a bad contract. I would have given I five more nope. on top of it too. Five more years. I was... I was shocked at the amount of money he was getting just already, but at like, especially this season, just that's for guaranteed championships every year from this point forward. It almost is. That's a, that's a championship. This man, this man is going to need fucking stands. Like he's going to have to make acrylic fucking hand statues for every ring he's going to get. I'm I'm not shitting you right now. This man is (laughs) going to have so many fucking rings. He's he's going to be Brady. It's not even a question of if it's when. When? How I, I, think it, it, I think it is a question of if, but I do think that – I mean, I don't know. Six rings is hard to do. That's really hard to do. He's already got one. He's got 13 more years on his contract. So he basically has to go about 50%, uh, which is so hard when there's 32 teams in the league to win 50% of the next decade of Super Bowls. But I, know. I think he probably will. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I just – I think he'll at least get four. He's at least getting four. Easily. There's gonna be well, great talent is, coming in, but I, yeah, for I don't know who's that's gonna another be the thing next I was gonna say. Like you're not looking at like like who is gonna really like as right I now. can't tell that's you right I mean, now. We don't even know. Like, we test him. That's true. That's true. Eight, I Lamar Jackson now, was gonna we test don't know him. Who the starting quarterback. I thought Lamar Jackson was gonna test him. I don't think Lamar Jackson's even a, a test for him. I think at this point, I think Trevor it. Lawrence, if he lives up to the hype, could be. Yeah, I mean, Trevor obviously Deshaun Watson. There's there's. Josh I think, there's young I guys think, I think, really good quarterbacks but i think the only thing that will stop again this may be a really hot take i'm gonna take jerry's bit right now my bit. i i feel like <laughs> right now because these are two these are two quarterbacks that i have high respect for and i think are gonna go at it a lot is kyler murray and patrick mahomes and i honestly think that i don't know if it's gonna be kyler murray with arizona cardinals again i don't know but right now it looks like that well, i think so. it will be I think it will be. I think it will be, especially with Hopkins. And, and, I mean, Larry Fitz is probably going to retire at some point soon. And hopefully they get some more people like a Will Will Fuller. But what I think is going to end up happening is if the Arizona Cardinals can get better and can become a playoff team with, you know, on the downhill slope and Breeze is going to lead the league and Rodgers and Brady, the NFC is going to get a little easier with those teams because I don't see many, you know, what quarterbacks are going to take over that position. And Kyler Murray is another just great-ass player who he doesn't have everybody around him like Mahomes does and the coaching. But if he does at some point, I feel like actually go... Kyler's got a lot going for him right now. I mean, he's got, I feel like, Kyler, I feel like Larry Fitz and they have a great coach and um, he does, Kingsbury. he does. But I'm just saying in comparison, when you look at these teams, um, no, I know, I know. 
I do like but Kyler I, a lot, I just, too, though. That's the, but I, I just like think Kyler is going to put up if, – if Mahomes ends up going and Kyler ever gets to a Super Bowl, which, I, God, I hope he does, and I feel like he may, he'll, it'll be a great-ass matchup. And it'll maybe like a Brady-Eli type of situation where Bra- you think Brady's going to win it, but maybe Eli – you know what I mean? We'll see yeah. what happens. Again, these are just predictions, but I don't know. Yeah. On that, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. All right. I don't know if so you guys we'll, want to transfer we'll into NHL real quick. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try well, to keep this one under an hour, so we'll head on NHL well, right now. Let's, we, let's we'll, let's we'll, 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 on the NHL. So, sure. signs with the Bees again. Two years. I think it was $3.75 million. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was roughly around there. Good deal. I'm yeah. glad we brought him back. I think we all can agree that's just what the Bruins need. Especially yeah, he, with the... He, he's definitely going to bet on himself here by signing that shorter deal for less money because... Um, I'm sure he wanted five or six, and he, he just hasn't played to that yet, and we weren't going to give it to him. So he signed a and shorter he does, deal for less does. money, and he's going to bet on himself and hopefully have a good next two seasons, and we can give him that big deal. So I like we can, Exactly, and like I feel it. like First if he thing does, Don Sweeney's ever done that uh, – well, you know what? I'm not even going to give him credit. I'm not going to say it. Don't even give him credit. He was all brewing. It's not like we brought him in. We fucking extended a young star. And I'm not gonna give Don Sweeney credit for something that every. There should be no reason. There should be no reason why you. There should be no reason. There should be no reason why DeBrus doesn't sign back again, and there should be no reason why he isn't locked in, which he will be, for those when the Krakens come around and try and pick up players from other teams. There's no reason why. If and the Sean Corrales situation still concerns me, but we'll get into that another podcast. (laughs) I can't wait for the NHL season to start for. John. And everyone out there, Jerry's getting more into the NHL, and I love it. This man's going to start being a... I can't wait to get the season started, boys, and I can't wait to talk about more about how much you guys hated Don Sweeney, because I think that could be bold. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so, man, so do bold. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And then but... to finish it off with two quick things, we got some issues in the NHL now. Uh, Justin told me, you know, shout out to Cam McKenna if he's watching this, and he gets Facts. to this. Shout out to you, Cam. He does shout watch out. these long, too, so he's probably watching. So, so, Cam, shout out to you. Miss you, bro. Uh, got to hang out at some point with you and Justin and, and the boys. Uh, and we got some issues at the season. And hell, if you don't know what the hell's going on, I don't. The CBA, I don't know what the fuck that is. The player association, but <laughs> essentially, no, it's very confusing. Essentially, they're trying to stop a lockout, but the players obviously don't have a lot of money because the NHL doesn't have a lot of money compared to the NBA, NHL. So a lot of players have to get second jobs, especially in a COVID crisis. And already jobs are thin. So you have to just, if you have a girlfriend, she's working great. If you're living with your family, which a lot of these young players are, great. It, it's tough, especially for these new rookies that are coming into the league. And they don't have much money. So a lot of it was talking about they need second. Some players get second jobs, which I have really? seen. Some Even players the minimum have second, deals are like 800 grand. Some, a some have a second job, a small second job. And I think Jeez. with this COVID crisis and the lockouts that happened, they did that as well. I don't know what those are. If they're small, maybe yeah. they're with reporting, Nesson, ESPN. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But it's interesting to see. And Bettman is another. He's a, you he, know, I he's, trust Bettman, though. He'll, I he'll trust get him. Done. He's a good commissioner. but he's, he's like silver. I trust him. But I just don't know what's going on. They don't have us. It's not going as smoothly as the NBA is as far as just picking a date and, and making it work. They're still fluctuating around sometime in January, maybe. They're also talking about. Uh, some cities like the Kings have been talking about it. The Bruins have been talking about it, doing games right. outside so that you can have fans because obviously COVID you need money. Uh, you need airflow. money. So they need fa- they, yeah, they need the money from the fans. They're also talking about putting advertisements on the jerseys 
um, this this year for the first time ever um, to make which back is going to be like it's, so. it's going to be like the European leagues where they have just I don't know complete... if it's going to quite be that. it better not be, be like that like the Celtics or more like the NBA where you have like the the GE patch on the okay okay okay, okay. I think it'll be like one ad I think like one it better ad. not be like seventy ads because I'm telling you right now the, the European no. leagues just look disgusting no. with yeah these, those jerseys those aren't these those bumper aren't, stickers yeah, all over their fucking jerseys and then ending it off just let's end it on a good note. And we'll, and we'll continue to talk about this because I'm sure this is going to happen. But Evander Kane versus the Paul brothers. I'm sure you've been seen, seeing this too, Jerry. I haven't seen a situation like this since, uh, since Jalen Ramsey said that he could play in the NHL, which is another. I unbelie- did see that. And wasn't it Evander Kane that called him out too? He called him out. So what I'm interested to see right now. Beast. What, I'm, what I'm glad to see is Evander Kane. He said on he posted on his Instagram uh, to be determined, you know, to be announced who he's fighting and when, and I love that. And just after this happens, Snoop Dogg now comes out with a Fight Club, where up and coming uh, celebrities, you know, just amateurs basically, but celebs, you know, can dish it out, which I honestly am so for, and I would love to see one of those first ones being Evander Kane versus. Both the Paul brothers. Put them both in there, Evander Kane's beating them. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows this. And Cam, if Cam can ever get on this as a guest star, if we ever do that, because I'd love to hear Cam on an NHL segment. Hockey players are built different. I don't want to hear it. Put a hockey player in a ring with any person. These guys got skates on, jerseys, and they're still throwing punches. All I'm going to say is Sean Thornton. That's it. And Evander Kane is one of these guys who's built like that. This man is a fucking beast. The only guy that after this I could think of is... Um, Bufflin. Oh my god. If, if, oh, if he was, if I honestly want to see him fight one of the Paul brothers next to Evander Kane, that's a knockout. It's done. As Josh Azor says, knockout, done, over. Peace. Well, yeah. We're, yeah. That's my we're hot getting, take. We're getting, we're getting to the long end, but yeah, I, I, the only thing I'll say on that is I would definitely not want to play a, a face a hockey player. I feel like we should have talked about the Nate Robinson Jake Paul fight, but that didn't last that long. So I felt like it, we, it wasn't. The thing is, I think if a hockey player steps in the ring with anybody, unless it's another hockey player, that's not going to be good. Uh, if, if, he, if he learns how to fight, because I think boxing is a genuine sport and that it does take some skill, but yeah. That well, let me just say to you also, I think Evander No, Evander Kane, Kane knows how to fight. This man is one of the best fighters in the NHL. Let me and tell you. I, I think that Jake Paul, it's not going to happen because Jake, there's a whole list of people that want to fight Jake Paul and an NHL player is not going to make the most money. And Jake Paul is only going to do what, what makes him the most money. So it's not going to be Evander Kane, unfortunately. We're not going to ever end up seeing it. But, I mean, I'd put all my money on Evander Kane. I'll tell you that much. And this guy I'll tell you right now, is one of the best Vegas fighters in too. hockey. And, and uh, that'd be fun to watch. Either one of the Paul brothers, honestly, if they, uh, even if Logan wanted to go at him, I'd still say Evander. I just don't see, you know, I mean, these brothers have been training and they've been trying to do boxing. But just hockey players, well, again, it, they're built different. You you. And this man is like, he's a great hockey player and he's a great fighter, which yeah. you sometimes don't always see. I mean, hell, I mean, ugh, I, I just. Mean, let's, let's face it. Like, if you're a hockey player, though, you got some dog in you. Like, there's not like. Oh, you, ha- you got to, because there's so much. You, you're on skates. You got to just, you're dropping all, you're literally hitting someone with their helmet on with just a bare fist. That's another thing. And some of these guys knock their whole helmets off with a punch. And. Evander Kane is one of those guys. He'll break your visor right in your fucking face. And I just don't – I don't see how – I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it was just absolutely just an abomination like the Ramsey claim where he could play in the NHL 
which honestly, Evander Kane would have a better job playing in the NFL than Ramsey in the NHL, which I think is easy for anyone to say. I mean, it's yeah. just totally, it's two, di- two different games, two entirely yeah. different games. I mean, and you, I mean, I, I appreciate both sports. They both have their tough things, but it's it, sometimes these people just speak out of their asses. Worse than LeVar, honestly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, we'll definitely, we'll probably wrap up there. Yeah, it's uh, been real, boys. It's been real, boys. Thank you for all your thoughts and opinions tonight. I'm glad you guys could join us. Holy, love having you here. Justin, love having you here. Sorry, Damon could yeah. make it tonight, but hopefully he'll be on next week's episode. Um, as always, if you made it this far, you like something, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're also on Spotify. Uh, if you want yes, us to talk sir. about anything, please comment. Please comment. Um, Facts. We're going to try to keep proving this. See you guys next week. And uh, love you all. Subscribe for the journey to stay on the journey. It's nice talking to you, boys. I'll talk to you later. Peace Thanks. out. All right, boys. Peace.